You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hey, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to 15 Minutes of Flame, where we talk and talk about sex, cannabis, and other things in between. Happy New Year, even though it's, what, maybe the third, fourth week of January already, January 26th, Sunday afternoon in Detroit. Uh, So, yeah, this is my first podcast of the year, and I'm really excited about my guest today. Um, I mean, this is a sister with a beautiful soul, and um, when I met her, it was just like, wow, you know, she radiated really good, positive energy. Uh, her name is Asha Namaste. Ashe Namaste of my Yoniverse. Okay. Uh, my dot Yoniverse, womb healing products and services and Ashe Namaste Yoga. She is also a certified Reiki practitioner working with clients in the Metro Detroit area. And she has helped over 500 women along their womb healing journey and plans to help many more, as many people as she can. So I'm really happy to have her with me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. Yes. I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm excited to have you, too. We're going to get into some real juicy feminine conversation. Yeah, let's get into uh, the womb. Yeah, we're going to get all into the womb today, huh? Okay. Uh-huh. So, uh, but first, let me just recap some cannabis in the news that you could use. Uh, you know, for the most part, it's a Midwest thing uh, I have going on. I mean, I don't know if I abandoned my New York, New Jersey advocacy efforts altogether, but it just seems like I'm spending a lot more time in the Midwest and I've been on the ground and running here. So let's start with Chicago and move east. So uh, Chicago opened its first cannabis lounge. Well, it will be opening its first cannabis lounge uh, in Springfield, Illinois. So that's not in Chicago exactly, but uh, it's a couple hours away. Uh, there was a dispensary, I believe it's called Illinois Supply and Provisions, and they are the ones that now have the license to open up a lounge. So we'll see how that goes uh, in the near future. Also, if you are in the Chicago area, uh, the City of Chicago Cannabis Resource Fair is happening next weekend on February 1st at the University of Chicago, Illinois Forum from 10 a.m. to 3 Uh, You can find more information on Eventbrite and register for this free event if you want to learn more about getting in the cannabis business, employment, and how record expungement and all those things uh, work now that it's legal in Illinois. Also, I I guess moving uh, east to Indiana, you know, it's funny that although... Indiana, I don't know what's going on with their marijuana laws per se, but um, now that Chicago has uh, legalized their marijuana, you have a lot of people crossing that border to buy marijuana. So apparently in Homewood, there's a particular dispensary where most of their clients are coming from Indiana. Why this is news, I don't know, because I feel like, you know, it's a way for the cops to set up traps to catch all these people going back over the state lines, unfortunately. But uh, maybe Indiana will just catch up and join the movement because um, they are a farm state. So they might be able to make some money off of this. And then moving further east, back to my home state of Michigan, where I was born and raised. 
they had a recall on the orange burst strain of marijuana. So uh, this happened a while ago. There were three dispensaries affected in the state, two in Bay City and one actually in Detroit. So people who bought this strain um, between October 14th and even up to January 6th, if you haven't already thrown it out, you better throw it away or go back and get your money because you can take it back to the dispensary. Uh, and I'm excited to announce that 15 Minutes of Flame is going to have its first event coming up February 13th. Uh, we're going to do an event in Chicago called Infused with Love at a private location. So if you are interested in having some fun and cannabis and networking and edibles and some good stuff with vendors and things like that, please fall through. So uh, check out Eventbrite. Infused with Love is the event name. And let's get into my guest. Let's talk about womb health and making vaginas healthy. And happy. And happy. Absolutely <laughs> happy, right? So I was actually informed of your Instagram page from a friend of mine. And when I look and saw how you were involved um, in your practice from, like, the the very beginning, you know, I, I think I was really impressed when I saw you building Yoni stools, like, using your hands to build the stools and also using your hands to create products and things to heal women. So like just from start to finish, I was like totally impressed. And, you know, I, I love your most recent post. You posted something on Friday. Like I love making vaginas healthy. So uh, with that said, you know, thank you again for coming. And um, as we talk about womb health and healing, I want to first start out with, what is your definition of womb health? What are we uh, talking about? Personally, I define womb health as the health of everything. I mean, the womb is the portal to life itself. Mm -hmm. um, so without womb health, like, we wouldn't be able to stabilize as humans. It is humanity. It so is, yeah. um, even if a woman choose not to give birth or cannot give birth, she still has that vessel within her. Mm -hmm. So she has to take care of that sacred area within her body. So, um, yeah. Okay, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it is the portal to life if you think about it. Like, mm, there's no other way to really get here except a womb, even if you use someone else's. You know? Yeah. Um, so what about your practice? How did you get into it? You do yoni steaming. Um, that's a part of the womb healing. You do some other things as well. Uh, so, so tell us how you got into it. Actually, I started womb healing by healing my own womb. Okay. Yeah. I had endometriosis. Um, that was four years ago when I was diagnosed and, oh, am I not close enough? I'm close enough. So four years ago, when I was diagnosed with endometriosis, um, I never even heard of womb healing or womb health or being connected to the womb. Mm -hmm. And uh, the medicines the doctors were giving me, they weren't working at all. So I started looking into a traditional, more um, natural path healing. Okay. And that's how I stumbled across steaming. And I started doing it and... Um, I instantly start having results and I'm like, this is real. So I start, you know, dabbling deeper into the womb and just finding out how you can apply it to 
so many different areas of your life. And mm-hmm. um, that's what I did. That's amazing. Yeah. So it kind of spilled over into my work with yoga. I started doing more yoni-based yoga, um, connecting to my feminine energy within myself because I'm, I'm pretty dominant. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I can be a little mannish. Uh-huh, so <laughs> uh-huh. just balancing out all my feminine energy within self. And um, that would have been the start or that is the start. Hmm, that's interesting. Um, balancing our feminine energy in the self, you know, that's something I'm, I'm sure, especially the modern day women, you know, the children of baby boomers and anyone after, you know, one of the things that we're looking at is competition, being in the workforce, achieving things. So, you know, we're out here and we have a lot of responsibility. It's not about man of the household a lot of women are heads of the household and we're doing a lot of things out there so you're right like how do we balance our femininity because sometimes people even think like you know women are hard and this and that and that's a masculine trait but yeah you know we do want to still feel like yeah. at the end of the day we're women and we want to be feminine yeah or we feel our be femininity soft and surrender and just um have a safe space and mm-hmm. What space is safer than being within yourself? Um, But when you look at it in terms of the planet where we live, we live in this action-packed world where we're always on the go. We have to be on the go, on the go, on the go. So, you know, that's more dominant energy. So it's nice to have somewhere to come and to be safe and to be sacred. So um, that's when you take your journey into the womb. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A very relaxing, I guess, place to be. You know, it seems like a, a calming. You know, we'll talk about my experience in a little bit because I want to talk about who gets a yoni sting. You know, I mean, obviously, I, I came to you, so I've had one. But what are some of the common issues that women present? Like, what type of woman would come to get a yoni sting? It really does vary. Um, all women come to get young teams. <laughs> okay. I think my <laughs> oldest client was just about to be 70. Wow. Like she was in her late 60s. And okay. she actually came in for um, a soul tie that was over 40 years long. Hmm. She was still heartbroken from a man from 40 years. Really? Yeah. So that was a really, really special um case for me to work with because it was just that deep like sometimes we walk around with that much pain for that long Mm -hmm. and um the youngest person is my daughter who's 13 and um you know kids have really really bad eating habits Uh and um her cycle was really painful and really long and we started steaming and it's helped cut down the days and the pain oh wow um but Some of the most common conditions, I would say, is endometriosis, Mm -hmm. um, fibroids, cysts, soul ties Mm -hmm. on the spiritual front. Okay, Um, okay. And just tapping into the feminine energy within itself. Right. Now, um, I know before when we met and we were talking, you mentioned something about womb trauma. You know, and and you made me think of it when you talked about this woman who hadn't got gotten over something from 40 years ago. Like when you talk about womb trauma and healing, like what are some of the things that women are healing from that might be traumatic to the womb? Well, I'll tell you my story. And um, as an example, so before finding out I had endometriosis, I was sexually assaulted that year. Okay. 
um, I guess about eight months later, I was diagnosed with endometriosis. During the time frame from when the sexual assault happened, I was totally disconnected with my body. I could no longer have sex at all. Um, I did not want to be touched. I gained almost 50 pounds and I was body shamed. So I was no longer in my body at all. And, you know, next thing you know, I go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm having these terrible pains. And she's like, oh, you have endometriosis. So that entire time, that entire eight month or 10 month span, I was just suffering in the womb, dealing with these pains Mm -hmm. right there you know, at the bottom of my belly and just thinking it's normal pains. But that was actually my intuition trying to tell me, listen, you're putting yourself through trauma. Mm-hmm. Like, let's do some healing before it goes and do damage. And um, that's one of the ways room, womb trauma starts is uh, by us not listening to our wombs. Whenever you feel that pain in your lower belly, listen to it. Mm. Never ignore it. Right. Because that's also how fibroids and cysts start as well. Um, And a lot of the times those traumas, they can come from sexual, you know, uh, assault. They can come from bad relationships. They can also come from, you know, just normal relationships, non-sexual relationships, whether it be your children, your family going through hardships or anything like that can lead to womb trauma. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you just have to be conscious of how much you're taking in absolutely and you know that's why you need to be conscious of that mind body connection you know because absolutely especially if you go through things psychologically sometimes you might think you're okay because you're still going through your everyday life and you have to Mm -hmm. a lot of people are surviving but at the same time your body is manifesting all of this stuff that you may not be addressing or you know taking care of so absolutely wow I'm sorry that happened to you, but thank you for sharing that. You know, uh, it's just um, a part of my story. Right. I've healed from it, so at this point, um, it's just a tes- a testimony that mm-hmm. can help others. Um, yeah, absolutely. I, I and I hope it does help many others. You know, womb healing, and like I said, you know, when people think of womb healing, they might think physically. You know, but that's why I wanted to get a more clear definition because I felt like there was also this spiritual connection to the womb, especially when you talk about it's the portal of life. You know what I mean? So there's a lot more going on than just physically experiencing, you know, your your womb. Yeah, um, I look at it as a layer system. Mm-hmm. So the womb when your intuition speak and you feel those pains or those discomforts. That's the super subconscious of the womb trying to tell you, hey, listen, we're feeling trauma. Wake up. Help mm-hmm. us. We want to survive. Right. Those are your cells reacting. And we ignore it until it turns into a physical condition that we right. just can't ignore. Absolutely. So, yeah, you're you're absolutely right. And when I just think about black women and reproductive health period, you know, and reproductive health outcomes is is just one of those things where we definitely need to pay more attention. I mean, you mentioned fibroids. I mean, women of color definitely are more at risk of having fibroids. So, mm-hmm. you know, what are the, some of the things that bring that on? You know, could it just be our diet or maybe it's other things that could be causing those fibroids outside of those physical, you know, Yeah, um, what fibroids in cysts, because they kind of parallel the condition. Mm -hmm. Um, 
a lot of the times they say it's your diet or it's hereditary. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever I hear the word hereditary in relations to womb issues, I always say, of course, you know, if your mother experienced womb trauma, you're going to experience or your sisters or your cousins because mm-hmm. that's your family. So you guys are all kind of going through the same things. Mm, okay. So that's why they always associate it with being hereditary. Really? Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I know, for example, like when it comes to menstrual cycles, normally that's hereditary. Like you usually start around the same age that your mother and she usually starts around the same time uh-huh. her mother things like that so yeah it is interesting how it things and, can be generational yep that <laughs> and your uh womb cycle mm-hmm. you and all your girlfriends you right are having the same day how they sync up <laughs> like that's that's really crazy exactly that's pure energy because it's amazing how that definitely has happened a couple times in life um so uh, Tell us exactly what a yoni steam is for people who may not be familiar, because it's become pretty popular, you know, (laughs) within the last decade. And a lot of people are starting to do it more. So uh, what is the process of a yoni steam and what is it supposed to do for the womb? Okay, the breakdown. And vagina. (laughs) (laughs) We get to the vagina before we get to the womb. But um, the breakdown of the process is... um, we heat the herbs and the herbs have the healing, you know, properties. Okay. Um, so the herbs are heated in the steam vaporize the healer, healing properties to go into the birth canal mm-hmm. up into the womb and also through, uh, the pores of your skin. Mm-hmm. If you ever notice, like after you shave, like those pores are really, really big. Yeah. So whenever it heats up down there, um, the pores open really, really big and the herbs can get in and do their job more efficiently. And because you do have a birth canal, like the herbs get all the way in there really, really yeah. deep. And that's how, you know, you start shedding those layers of scar tissue from, um, you know, past trauma, endometriosis, cysts, fibroids, uh, monthly womb cycles. Mm-hmm. All of that kind of gets washed away along with um, balancing your pH um, getting more connected to your libido, mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. increasing stimulation and, um, really just feeling that part of your body. Right. I feel like whenever a woman has esteem for the first time, she always say, this is something I've never felt before. Mm. Yeah. Because you're no longer, um, conscious of the muscles and the movement. It's, it's just doing it on its own. Right. Okay. Yeah. So your body is contracting on its own. You're not telling it what to do. And for you to be in that conscious state, it's like, whoa, what's going on? And that's when the true connection between the woman and the womb takes place. So I love uh, steaming as a part of the whole grand scheme of womb healing. It's uh, almost an instant way of connecting a woman with her womb. Absolutely. And um, you just made me think, you know, the medical community really is like they have mixed reviews about it. And, you know, I- I'm glad you mentioned some of the benefits because there are benefits to it. I mean, and that's the thing about the medical community. They got to sell medicine. They got to do it their way. Uh, but, you know, the natural way has existed for years. And apparently Yoni Steaming is something that's, 
even an ancient practice, you know? Absolutely. So, um, you know, why not use things that are of the earth, you know what I mean? Uh, uh, And that probably would be better for your body. I heard someone say once years ago, if you could, whatever you put on your body, you should be able to put in your body. So Mm -hmm. considering yoni steaming, because those herbs and the steam is going inside the body. So, you know, these things are, uh, are good for you. Absolutely. You know, steaming has been around literally for centuries. Mm -hmm. Um, In Asia and Africa, they've been doing it for hundreds, hundreds of years. Um, Usually it's done in a ceremony, preparing a woman for her marriage um, or either a young girl after she comes on her cycle and also after a breakup. So, really? Yeah. Okay. They like clean that thing out. Let's clean house. <laughs> clean house. Get ready for a new spirit, right? Yes. <laughs> um. So one of the things, like I said, is it, becoming popular. You know, I think the Real Housewives of Atlanta did, you know, Yoni Steaming on TV a long time ago. But um, I know that. Sometimes women even have like Yoni steam, like group parties and things like that. And so one of the things I wanted to know, like, what's the difference in doing a Yoni steam session in a group setting versus having an intimate setting? So, for example, like would the group setting take away the take away from the individual experience or would it affect the spiritual and conscious connection that you have if there's multiple energies in the room? Um, I don't believe that that's what take away from okay. um the intimacy of the steam. If you do okay. it in a party, I think the most critical element is how transparent you are with the people in your party. Okay, because you know discussions come up or mm-hmm. emotions may rise, and you you want to make sure it's a safe space. So I would say always do it with someone you trust if you want to open up in that way. Right. But you can also do it with just a party of a group of girlfriends just to, like, let your hair down. So it don't always have to be that deep. It Got can it. just be a party setting and you just having fun and, you know, just right, kicking right. it back. But if you really want to do some deep healing, I host parties um, when Family members and girlfriends, they all get together and, you know, they have been through some stuff and they want to just purge and they use their sister circle to make the force stronger to release. And um, I love it. I love it because that's when the magic happens. Right. Okay. so um, and I I asked that because it's funny, you know, guys, they wonder, like, what is that all about? And girls getting around, getting steamed. And so I had a friend tell me. It, it was kind of funny. He was like, it's not like girls go around and have a group gynecology appointment. So, like, how would they be sitting around the room, you know, getting their vagina steamed at the same time? But it's not for them to understand. It's, it's okay. not. <laughs> and when you think about the gynecology appointments, um, I had a client last week who uh, caught me after... Her gynecologist told her that her fibroids were too far gone for her to do anything natural for her to get them removed. Mm. So she went and had the hysterectomy done. And I would say three or four weeks later, she called me and her issue was she no longer felt connected to her body. Mm. She felt like 
her womb was gone and I had to reinforce like, listen, your portal will forever be there. Let's just get that understood. Mm -hmm. Just because those organs aren't there anymore, we can feel that with another space. We need to always feel that space with something. So, you know, I encouraged her to get into her crafts and, you know, do her art and just develop that area within her space or within herself again. But her gynecologist just went in there, took everything out and didn't tell her what to do next. Right. Like they don't prepare you spiritually for what's about to take place. Right. Because that's a big deal. Yeah. And it causes more damage, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, because now you have someone who's dealing with depression and disconnect from their body and you're not invi- uh, advising them properly. So right. it's like you get the procedure, go home and don't move for like a week. You and know? also you do feel that space. I've heard it several different times. Like, yes, you can feel it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had another girl who was only 19. They took out one of her ovaries and her fallopian tubes. And when she came in to get her steam, I could feel that something was missing. Mm. She, you know, told me everything that I asked, but I'm like, it's still something. And at the end, she was like, yeah, um, I had like a partial hysterectomy and I'm like, no wonder your energy is so down because you've been walking around like this, you know, mm-hmm. for, and she was in her twenties, but she had the surgery, um, at 19 okay. for all these years, not right. connected to your body. And, you know, I encouraged her into doing some womb meditations and doing belly dancing and just really getting connected to that sacred area of her body. And girl, let me tell you, here we are, I think six months in. And she's like a whole new woman. Oh, that's awesome. To hear. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's really the reason why I do this. Um, I seen the transformation it had within me. And I'm like, I healed myself. Mm. I can help others. Right. And really just to see other women actually healing mm-hmm. from this work. I just want to spread it as far as I can. That's awesome. And, and as you should. Yeah. You know, um, because to be honest, a lot of times, you know, I I am a person who is in the health field, but sometimes I'm conflicted about the medical community itself. Because, like I said, you know, uh, when it comes to black women in healthcare, you know, our outcomes are not always the best. And so sometimes you need complicated practices. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? To go along with whatever your doctor is saying. And in your gut, if you feel like you should go a different way or a natural route or something like that, then you want to have options. And, you know, I think yoni steaming and things like that, um, even though it's becoming popular, it really is a great tool to to do natural healing, it sounds like, for a lot of women. Absolutely. um, I wasn't really aware that those are some of the issues that women are bringing and just want a different type of relief. You know what I mean? So um, that's really helpful to know. Yeah. I mean, women of all ages are healing. I have clients who go through menopause who come to, you know, get back centered and connected to their body because it's a shift when you no longer have that monthly cycle. Like, yeah, I can only imagine. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And, um, you know, they're, back right back into it um but you're right uh it's best that we get back to natural medicine Mm -hmm. um 
when you have that gut feeling and a doctor is telling you this is what you need to do, you go with that gut and you try to do something holistic. Mm-hmm. Get with your herbalist, get with your natural paths and do what you have to do. Absolutely. Yeah. I, you know, what you do with the cannabis industry, um, it's directly connected to the herbs. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a herb. It is. Absolutely. My favorite herb. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, you can even incorporate that into your womb healing journey. Um, yeah. I was going to actually ask you that. So I'm glad you oh. mentioned it. Yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Like, how do you and, and just in general, I was actually going to ask you that as well as what are some other ways you incorporate womb healing out, outside of the Yoni scene? Oh, OK. <sighs> We're going to be here all day. Oh, honey, let's go. <laughs> um, What? The marijuana, I mean, marijuana is a miracle herb within itself. Um, I have always used it since I was a teen to help me with my monthly cramps. Mm-hmm. And that was from smoking. But because I am a steaming practitioner, of course, I had to try the herb and the steam. Okay. And it was magical there as well. Oh, geez, Louise, <laughs> I want to try. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yep. So you can steam with uh, marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard of marijuana-infused tampons to help okay. alleviate cramps. Right. Um, marijuana-infused creams to help the tenderness of the breasts. Right, right. And really just to relax that area of your body. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And um, some of the other practices to get connected to the womb, I would say, do some yoni yoga. Mm-hmm. And yoni yoga is um, a practice of yoga when you focus on motions and movements that connect you to your womb area. Okay. So it's a lot of postures that are below the waistline and a lot of deep uh uh, breathing to connect to that part of your body. So you go into your pranayama breaths, you connect to the yoni, you also use mudras and mantras along the way. Okay. So that's a really beautiful practice. Uh, belly dancing, one of my favorites. Yeah, now that's, that's a great, sexy way to exercise. <laughs> it's, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It's just freedom, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, and, if you don't have any of those tools, I would suggest just move. Yeah. Move the body. Don't be afraid of the hips. Let them a little loose. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I feel like in this society, we are made to, you know, cover up and sit up as, you know, straight and stiff as possible. And we don't relax. Mm-hmm. So once you relax and move those hips and let that rhythm and energy flow through you, that'll create healing within itself. Absolutely. Um, The other thing I thought about is I know one of your products, you sell Yoni eggs. So um, what, how do you use Yoni eggs? And you educated me very well on like the different stones in the Yoni eggs as well. So like, just explain to the audience, what are the Yoni eggs and what do the different stones mean? for for the exercising or just how is that related? Okay, the yoni egg practice, it's um, a practice when you insert, it, well, the eggs, they come in three different sizes typically, but you insert one of the eggs inside of you and you begin to do breathements and um, 
with the egg inside of you. So within these breaths, and we explored the breaths together, um, I incorporate the different muscles within the yoni. Um, I developed this style of practice on my own, um, mainly from studying yoga, studying, studying meditation, studying the towel and just human sexuality. So, uh, yeah, we have all these muscles that we don't use. Typically, we pull up and out right, or in, but it is literally almost 10 muscles down there that can move the yoni in different directions. So when you insert that egg and you start moving it around mm-hmm. and making it spin in circles and back and <laughs> forth and up and down and flipping it, it's like, whoa. And what right. your body does when you're getting these shots of dopamine and serotonin and melatonin in your brain, it releases relief throughout the whole body. Yes. So it really does start to change the chemical makeup of the woman when she do a yani egg practice. Mm. And um, that's the magic in it. And also, you know, it tightens the vaginal canal. It mm-hmm. helps. Lu- I mean, your body starts to produce lubrication. Um at a high, high rate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's a fun practice. <laughs> now, you know, people also use like... I'm so happy to be talking about this. <laughs> oh, that's great, honey. That, I mean, that's what, like I said, we talk about sex, cannabis, and anything in between, okay? So <laughs> the perfect place for this. But um, what's the difference in the Kegel balls? Like a lot of people use Benoit balls or Kegel balls to kind of strengthen and tone like vaginal muscles also but like when i saw the yoni eggs i noticed that they weren't as big Mm -hmm. and they weren't as heavy so like is is there an advantage of using either one or are they different purposes um the premise of both are pretty much the same okay but uh the thing with the yoni egg it's made out of a crystal and crystals have healing properties within Mm -hmm. them their self and also the size. Okay. So with the Yanni egg, we start with the larger egg and we're not going to put you at a higher rate from the, like the largest size is, size is the largest one you'll start at. Okay. So you're not trying to increase how much um, weight you can lift down there by adding on weight. Okay. And you work your way all the way down to the smallest egg. It's about being able to hold that. You, I think okay. you have a set of eggs. Mm-hmm, I do. So you know how tiny the small egg is. Right. So once you are actually able to hold that, that is when you know you have done your work as far as weight training uh, below the waist. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I haven't gotten that far. I was like, ooh, wee, the second one. The second slip one. out a couple times. I was like, man, this is okay. Same here. <laughs> you get stuck on the second one for a, a nice little minute. Okay. But that's a part of the process. Gotcha. Um, just learning the body and seeing where you're at and really just being comfortable where you're at. Like mm-hmm. it's one of, it's a practice that will really make you let your hair down and accept yourself and just literally be where you're at. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> The strength that you gain through it, it's irreplaceable Mm -hmm. as far as mental and physical. Just that mind-body connection and connecting with the womb, is it's priceless. Now, I mean, when I had my experience, you did tell me it would be very powerful. You'll feel that energy. It's a powerful energy. And and that I did experience. That was—it was something. And so since, you know, we're— 
just mentioned letting your hair down. Let's talk about the pleasurable benefits of this. So uh, what's the connection between uh, a, a, a more enhanced sexual experience, for example, better orgasms come out of this? Like, how do you get to that point? Or does it depend on the person? <clears throat> um, I think all women experience a better sex life after doing a steam mm-hmm. or egg training, um, mainly because you strengthen those muscles. So the orgasms are more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, you become multi-orgasmic. Uh, that's my favorite benefit. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and um, doing the breaths, connecting yeah. with the breath. Once you learn how to breathe po- pro- properly and use different types of breathing, you will experience the most mind-blowing orgasms you ever had. And, heck, you probably won't even need anyone or your hands. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Now, that's powerful. Okay. Because, for example, um, in my experience, you know, I was doing the exercises and everything. And for me, just in my experience, I've only had, like, the most powerful orgasms by myself. You know what I mean? I really never experienced uh, that with someone else. However, there's a but here, big but. But after I did the Yoni Steam and did the exercises, I think I may have done the exercises maybe two or three times. And then I was with my partner. It was the first time in my life that I ever experienced that same exact intensity of orgasm with someone other than myself. Mm-hmm. So I... I for the first time, was able to share that with someone, and it was it was weird and funny, and was just like, oh, it did happen, but wow, you know what I mean. So, it's really an interesting experience when you really do connect and let your hair down because you allow yourself to experience that pleasure and what's going on with your body, and you sense every part of it, like. It feels good. Yeah, you wake up uh, the deepest level of sensuality within yourself. And that's when you really have to enforce the level of sacredness to the practice because you want a partner that you feel safe with, that you can Mm -hmm. surrender and let go. A lot of the times I, and this is so common, women don't have as many orgasms as we should be having because we don't feel comfortable enough with our partners or comfortable enough with our bodies. Mm -hmm. So once we really connect with the Yoni and you know how much power you have. Right. And you know what you're working with. Right. And you really connect with her and learn to move those muscles and get connected with yourself. Once you do go to your partner, you're more confident. You're more confident and you're more willing to open and surrender and you two can create great magic. Like, I love it. Um, Like I said, I'm multi-orgasmic. I can have orgasms plenty of ways. I have had orgasms from just being touched on my breasts, mm-hmm. from, of course, penetration, and also through just breathing. Mm. And that's the thing. You know, the entire body is an erogenous zone. Mm-hmm. You should be able to experience that kind of pleasurable 
you know, climax or outcome from from any part of your body experiencing some type of pleasure. But um, many of us are not in tune with our bodies that way. Yeah, it's just getting connected. But, you know, for so long in America, um, we've been disconnected from the word womb. Yeah. You know, it's just now coming to the surface. And I'm telling you personally, I could not be more happy. Like I encourage all women throughout the states and throughout the world to go get a steam, get a yoni egg, Start connecting to your body. Lay your hands right there on your womb. And whenever it's a moment of stress or a panic or a trauma, take some deep breaths right there into that area. You know, release any tension you may feel there and connect with her. You know, when you feel those mom- moments of uh, discomfort, go into yourself and say, what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. What are you trying to stop me from doing or trying to show me? And the more you connect with her, your womb, she will let you know. Mm-hmm. You have to build a healthy relationship with her. Um, it's almost like abandoning a human, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like I got to rebuild this relationship, mm-hmm. you know, make amends within my body. Right. Isn't that crazy? That is very crazy. And and now I'm thinking about the, the, the fact that you had your daughter do esteem, you know, and just thinking about it, it's like this young lady is going to be connected with herself, her body, her womb. Just growing up through, you know, all of these experiences and changes in life that she's going to go through as a teenager, as a young adult and, and as an adult woman. And it, I say that because women are taught so much to be disconnected from that. Mm-hmm. You know, we are taught very young that, OK, you have a period, but, you know, vaginas are stinky. They smell. They're sweaty. They're this. They're that. You know what I mean? JJ shaming. JJ shaming. We don't even call it what it is. We call it your girlfriend, your coochie, your tata or whatever. You yeah. know what I mean? And so, you know, being connected, men are connected to their penises, dick. From the point they can hold it and use the bathroom. I mean, they hold it unconsciously. I mean, it was a joke about Michael Jackson for years. We know that men are normally, for the most part, very connected with their life force. Of course, yeah. what is it that, you know, women aren't? And I think this Mm -hmm. is a really good thing that is happening now because more and more women are starting to want to become connected in that way. Yeah, um, I... For the parents, the mothers, the fathers who are listening, please get your daughters the proper education for their bodies. Absolutely. Um, Because the earlier a woman can connect with her body and understand the inner workings, the more balanced and stable she'll be going into the future. Mm -hmm. Um, When my daughter started her cycle, I literally hopped online and I just start looking up rituals for when women start their cycle Mm -hmm. and it was a bath so even ushering her into womanhood because that's a it's a very very sacred um time in a woman's life it's when a girl is becoming a woman in the physical um i sat down i explained to her what was going on with her body i gay i bathed her i washed her feet i washed her hair and, you know, it was really intimate and it was beautiful. And afterwards, she slept like a baby. And the next day, she just <laughs> came she and did. just hugged me. <laughs> and, you know, it was very different from my experience because uh-huh. I remember I got some pads thrown on the counter Pretty with no much. instructions. <laughs> my mom was like, that's it. I'm like, oh, what's it? And what does that mean? Yeah, just As make sure I don't person. smell. And that, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know, built 
well, it instantly made me feel self-conscious about my body. Like, what do you mean? Make sure it doesn't smell like keep it clean. Exactly. Like, what's going on? Like, mm-hmm. and um, it's those type of things that set women back from their sexuality. Absolutely. So the earlier they start, the quicker they will be connected with the body and standing in their power. Because the womb, like I said, it's it's the portal to life. Without the womb, there is no life. There is no you. There is no me. There is no him. None of hims. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I wish we had like 10 people to do the snaps so I could amplify my my finger snaps right now. And it's healing for the man, too. Like when a woman goes in and connect with her body that way, Mm -hmm. I mean, the man healed, too. So You know what? That is... So powerful because, and, and and I heard this from a male friend, he always said, men go from womb to womb. You know wow. what I mean? Men go from womb to womb. They go from their mothers to another womb man. You yeah. know what I mean? And so you're right. It Depending on which womb they connect with next is going to determine how they turn out in life, their happiness, their level of whatever they're functioning. And, you know, they could have trauma from that as well if they're dealing with someone who has a womb trauma, you know. Or even what type of energy they're picking up on. Yeah. You know, that's why, like I said, it's such a sacred act. You always have to protect yourself and be mindful of who you're doing energy exchanges with. Um, Because, like, a man gives and a woman receives, but he's mm-hmm. also taking something out when he comes out. Mm-hmm. So think about it in terms of as he goes in, he's giving, but you don't pull out without taking something with you. For That's real. just what That's it right. is. That's so, right. um, you know, when a woman is healing herself, the man, he can only benefit from it. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, any guy out there who partners steams, trust me, he's he's a happy camper. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure. I, maybe that's something. I mean, if you haven't already gotten it, see some testimonials from like the men's point of view. Like, what was that like? And, you know, what were some of the uh, differences or benefits that? Oh, I've, oh, my goodness. I get them all the time. Oh, he okay. says it's pinker. It's wetter. It's tighter. Mm-hmm. It contracts more um just it tastes better <laughs> right you know it's funny the contraction thing is very real because yes, it it's is. like i could be talking and having a conversation and i'll be like whoa like okay that that's pussy power that is pussy power okay <laughs> and i love it okay yes <laughs> so and uh, wait i love the other thing you posted on your ig i make Good pussy, great. And I, yeah, I, I, do. I would agree with that. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't really make it. I just show the woman yes, that, what she has. Absolutely. And how to connect with it and give her the medicine to do so. That's right. Um. So I can't really take ownership over that. I hear but, you. you know, I'm a practitioner and I, I, I spread the message. It's my job to come with the information. You teach them how to make their pussies great again. And they again. go and do it. <laughs> make pussy great again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a whole new campaign. That's I need a whole to start. new campaign. Hey, girl, take it. Take it around <laughs> with it. OK. Um, OK. So winding down, like I wish we did have another hour because we what? could go on no. and on. I know it's, it's, it's almost that time already. I'm just getting warm. <laughs> so, um, you know, one of the things I, I, I saw that you did um, on one of your stories, you were looking at different types of wood and you were looking at like the feminine images in the wood and I thought that was so dope and so I was like 
when you choose your wood, is that something that you do? Does like the wood speak to you or do you feel like a feminine energy in order to create like the stools? Um, I'm going to keep it as brief as possible because okay. this is one of those things I can really go into. Okay. Um, the wood within itself is a symbol of life. So whenever you cut a piece of wood and you've seen the uh, images that I find, mm-hmm. you can actually see images of the woman. Yes. You can see the womb. You can see the ovaries. You can see the fallopian tubes. You can see the birth canal. So whenever I go into the stores and I'm picking out my wood, um, and I'm an earth sign too. So me working with the wood, well, my rising is in earth. Um, mm-hmm. I'm a fire sign. Okay. But, um, I have to work with the wood because it's a part of who I am. So when I go into the stores, I am connecting with the wood and seeing what pieces to get. And after I do so much work and building so many stools, I go back out into nature and actually spend time with the trees and connect with them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, because it's, it's a way of showing thanks. We have to honor life in every form, in every level that it's at. Right. So I can't be working with wood and cutting down trees and doing all this healing without going back to source and giving thanks. So. Absolutely. See that that's we, we're mothers of the earth. We we give thanks to the earth and, you know, we listen to it as well. You know what I mean? I, I, I love it. I love it. And I'm an earth sign. So, yes, that, there's that connection, sister. I, I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> um. So. Is there anything else that you have upcoming, you know, before we go? I definitely want you to announce anything you have going on. Make sure you give people your contact because if they need this healing, I definitely encourage them to come to you. I had a wonderful experience and I I just appreciate what you do. And I'm looking forward to seeing you help as many people as you can. Thank you. Um, You know, I just appreciate you overall. But um, you guys can find me on Facebook at my dot yoniverse. Um, you can also find me on Instagram at my dot yoniverse. Um, I will be having a womb healing event coming up at the end of March. March is a uh, women's month. Yes, yes. So, uh, it's going to be awesome. It's my first solo event and it's also the one year anniversary of my yoniverse. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it, it's really time. So. To step all the way into that healing and bring it to the community. So if you guys are in the Detroit area, um, you know, grab a sister friend, your mama, your cousin, bring them out. Okay. Let's do some connecting. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of great speakers, um, and just really, really understanding what the womb is and building a relationship with her yourself. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> and I'll definitely post. You know, when you get the details out, I'll post it on my Instagram and Facebook as well because I'm I'm looking forward to it. That's you're gonna have a great event. Yeah. So with that said, let me just say this episode has been brought to you by Mango Kush, which I just bought yesterday and tried for the first time, and I must say it's pretty sweet. Okay, I like it. I wish I could get the full smell though. You know, today I don't know if you all noticed, I'm a nasally you know it's whatever this thing is going around uh that's getting everybody um but i'm not contagious right now so (laughs) thank god for that but anyway with that said thank you again for turning into 15 minutes of flame and until next time my friends stay sex positive and elevate